0: Welcome to the Shane Anagans Podcast. Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome to this fortnight's installment of the Shane Anagans Podcast Artist Edition. The podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well known but should be. On this episode I am joined by alternative hip-hop artist Zig the Kid. Zig the Kid has been releasing both music and visuals under this name since around 2019, but has been making music for much longer. He recently released a six track EP called VHS Volume 2, which has a whole lot of bangers on there, so you should all make sure you go and check it out. Please all welcome Zig the Kid to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Shane Anagans podcast, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well-known, but should be. I am Ashana Sumazura, and today I am joined by Zig the Kid. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Say hi uh, Say hi to everyone, Zig. <laughs> What's up, people? What's good?
1: Um, Yeah, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. How, you. how are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Where are you coming to us from? Is it Birmingham, is it? Nottingham. Nottingham. Oh, okay. I I don't even know where anything is in the UK. <laughs> oh, but it's Manchester. Born, it's Manchester in
1: Scotland. i in Birmingham, but uh, I, I moved to Nottingham for uni, and I, I live there now. Ah, okay, that's pretty sick. What are you studying in uni? Uh, I was doing acting, and then I changed it to filmmaking, and then I dropped out. <laughs> How did your parents feel about that? <laughs> uh, not, good. not good. They weren't happy. Yeah. I, I <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's
1: tough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing they're African. I'm guessing like yeah, they don't look yeah. European. I'm guessing half,
1: African. Half Trinidad, Tobago, oh, half Nigerian. That's tough.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Um yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean I've got two yeah, problems, I... so
1: pardon? I, 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 was, I was gonna say I, like, I already moved out and stuff like so there wasn't much they could really say about it so like they were they were like disappointed and stuff but they didn't really hold they didn't really they couldn't really say that much because it's like yeah I'm already like doing stuff on my own so it's like yeah you don't have any hold over me anymore <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't do that with my parents
0: so you're you're ahead of me <laughs> But, uh, yeah, anyways, let's just get right into it. So, Ziggy, you've seen the podcast before. Yeah. You know that we always start off with a joke, and today's no different. Let's just get right into it. A policeman was investigating three guys who were training to become detectives. To Uh test their skills in recognizing a subject, he shows the first guys a picture for five seconds and then hides it. This is your suspect. How would you recognize him? Mm -hmm. First guy answers... That's easy. We'll just catch him fast because he only has one eye. The policeman says, well, uh, yeah, that's because the picture I showed you is his side profile. Slightly flustered by this ridiculous response, he flashes the picture for five seconds at the second guy and asks him, this is your suspect. How would you recognize him? Second guy smiles, flips his hair and says, ha, we'd be he'd be too easy to catch because he has only one ear. (laughs) policeman <laughs> angrily responds what's the matter with you two of course only one eye and one ear are showing up because it's a picture of his side profile is that the best answer you can come up with extremely frustrated at this point he shows the picture to the third guy and in a very um testy voice asks this is your suspect how would you recognize him he quickly adds think hard before giving me a stupid answer third guy looks at the picture for a moment and says the suspect wears contact lenses. Policeman is surprised and speechless because he really doesn't know himself if the suspect wears contacts or not. Well that's an interesting answer. Wait here for a few minutes while I check his file and then I'll get back to you on that. Mm -hmm. He leaves the room and goes to his office, checks the suspect's file on his computer and comes back with a beaming smile on his face. Wow! I can't believe it! It's true! The suspect does in fact wear contact lenses. Good work. How were you able to make such an astute observation? That's easy, the third guy replied. He can't wear regular glasses because he only has one eye and one ear. (laughs) Yeah, that was was a pretty dead joke. (laughs) Not bad. Ah, my days. Okay, anyways so that's um the end of the joke section now our next section is florida man of the Fortnite. so in case you weren't aware zig florida man is a man who um well let's just go with the simple explanation first florida man is a phrase that is at the beginning of a lot of unusual um unusual yeah. occurrences that happen in Florida. Florida yeah,
1: has the Florida man me. Yeah,
0: yeah, Florida man bites off wife's ear during an argument or something like that. But the theory is that Florida man is just one person who just does all of this crazy stuff and he's employed by the Floridian government to do this to drive up tourism to the area. Okay, brilliant. I'm not sure if I've heard
1: that one, so maybe. But that's good. <laughs> that, that's, that,
0: that's just my theory, man. Honestly, I. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um. Okay, so this Fortnite's Florida man is, of course, a very, like, something unusual has happened. Florida men, in particular, it's plural, more than one Florida oh, okay. man. Okay,
1: that kind of shits on your theory a little bit.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. Maybe they have like one or two of them there to uh, to shake things up every now and again. Yeah,
1: he's, he's assembled a team. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a lot of crazy shit. I need, I need, I need. I'm gonna need help. I'm gonna need a few guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, Florida men robbed graves of veterans because they have stronger spirits. Sheriff says deputies found a shed with religious shrine and seven skulls. The two Polk Country men were arrested Thursday. Um, this is Thursday, a little while ago. Juan Burgos Lopez, 39 years old, and Brian Montalvo Tolentino, 43 years old, each faced four counts of disturbing the contents of a grave and four counts of abuse of a dead human body in Lake County. So. <laughs> To be honest, this is a new one. I haven't heard anything like this before. <laughs> Disturbing the graves of veterans because they have stronger spirits. That's a new one to me. That's messed up, bro. Right? <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Like, imagine being, like, the son or daughter of this person. Go to visit their grave and it's just smashed open and
1: it's... Because it, it, they have stronger spirits. Were they trying to, like, conjure the spirits to, like, give them luck in life or something? Or, like, what, what, do, what do they want from the spirits? I don't know. It, apparently,
0: this is, like, um... The, sh- the ritual or something like that is called Palo Mayombe, and it's a, a, okay. It's apparently an ancient African religion brought to Cuba by slaves. Now, sounds, sounds that bad. sounds like <laughs> propaganda. That sounds like it was written out just to make us look bad, okay?
1: Whoa, 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 this is about Florida, man. Don't bring us into it. Yeah, exactly.
0: This, surely this has to be like um it can't be that serious, right? It, there's something else going on here. You know what I'm saying? And I mean these are Cuban, well I'm assuming they're Cuban men considering the religion was brought to Cuba by slaves. However, it happened in Florida, so I don't know. You never know nowadays. Honestly,
1: yeah, I could have, just read, could have just read some stuff on the internet. Some crazy guy could have read, <laughs> some stuff and then like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna dig up these gay graves and give myself some serious buffs, some errand yeah. spirit buffs. <laughs> Bro, I
0: swear that's true. Honestly, what, like, what's what's yeah, in oh, the I mean, air? There has to be something in the air or in the water. The water. In <laughs> I mean, I was talking about this with someone else, right? It's probably to do with the heat and humidity. <laughs> People do crazy stuff it's in the heat. Crazy. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah really probably. Yeah. probably. Like all jokes aside, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe.
0: Um. Anyways, that brings us to the end of our Florida Man of the Fortnite section. Let's get right into the questions. So, uh, Zig, are we are we going by Zig or is it like? why do you
1: feel comfortable with?
0: <laughs> okay a lot, a, lot, a lot of people call me zig so like zig yeah all yeah, right zig yeah. that's cool um so zig how long have you been interested in music how long have you been like um let's start off with being interested in music let's start off with that all
1: right um yeah like i was interested in music for a long time like um when i was growing up all my friends did music and stuff and i was kind of the, always the one that couldn't play any instruments or anything and they always they always they always told me like oh you should try rapping you should try rapping and stuff don't know why they Said so that I had no rapping ability. Yeah, but <laughs> they were just like, "Oh yeah, you, you know, you, 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 you could
0: probably rap." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they saw the melanin and they were like, "You, you can
1: rap. <laughs> you can't play guitar or anything. You probably rap." Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: but I would, I would, I would always like write stuff and like practice a little bit but I wouldn't take it too seriously I was way more into acting at the time I did a lot of like plays musicals stuff like that and um, uh, then I started to get into filmmaking and I was way more into that and um, yeah with music like I I was was always interested in it in a side sort of thing but and rapping in particular, but uh, I always felt like, you know, like seeing the, the rappers that are popular and stuff, I never really thought that my uh, character or like the way I sound really fitted in with any of the realms of rap. But then like when I um, when I started listening to Ty- Tyler, Tyler the Creator, uh, and I, it kind of made me realize that, you know, you don't have to always fit into this norm of, of, of what the rap world is to just do it. Like you can kind of just do it and do your own thing and that's okay. And some people might actually fuck with that. So then I started to get more into it, started to take it seriously. Like I made, I, I made some, um, like I, I got like, I had this little thin shotgun mic that I got for really cheap and I was gonna use, I was using that to make like some short little films and stuff um, <laughs> and then when I started to take music more seriously and i started like um rapping and trying to get better and stuff like i would i would hook that up over my curtains and i would plug it into my phone because i don't have any software at the time yeah. and i would like get beats off of youtube and i would just rap into the my, terrible terrible quality terrible, I recorded on his phone with youtube playing in the background and like, i showed it to some of my friends and they were just like like yeah, they were like, kind of trying to be nice, but like they were pretty much saying like shit, you know. Yeah. But I was really partnering, but I, I I carried on practicing. Um, I even took I even took singing lessons for a while, and uh, I remember I remember at one point just like every every day after work, just coming home, I would meditate for like five like five minutes after work. I'll, I'll meditate for five minutes, and then I'll find a beat on YouTube, and i would just write, and I'll just rap to it and I would just like every day try to improve my voice and stuff. Um and I was doing that for like a year or something, a year and a half. And um still just never thinking I was good enough. Um but then like around two thousand eighteen I started getting like heavy anxiety and I started getting these panic attacks. I got like a uh a fit a a a, a, a like something on my lip, like a um, <laughs> it was like a lump on my lip, but it had yeah. like, mucus cyst. But uh, I, I like I got really creeped out, and like, I thought it might be cancer or something. So, <laughs> so I started getting uh, panic attacks and like heavy anxiety and stuff. So I kind of needed something to take my mind off of everything. So I just yeah. started. That's when I just started putting music out. I get you. I get you. Yeah, that
0: that's a really interesting story there. <laughs> like going from all the way from your friends telling you that you should rap to you know, using music to assist with panic attacks. That's <laughs> that's a new one. But I was going to ask, though, how did the singing lessons go? Because I've had people in the past who were like, you know, the singing lessons, the singing teachers, they didn't think they had any hope at all. So how was that going for you? Um, obviously, you don't sing a lot in your tracks. But yeah, I it was
1: weird because like it was kind of like unconventional. It almost um, felt like... I don't know, like some Mr Miyagi shit. Like I, w- I wasn't really going there to learn how to sing. It was kind of like I just want to improve my voice and my ability to, you know, make my voice sound nice to listen to. Because I just thought my voice sounded horrible. So it was kind of like, yeah, I'm coming, t- I'm going to singing lessons from a singing coach, but I don't want to learn how to sing. <laughs> I want to learn how to make my voice sound nice. Yeah. So, so when I rap, it sounds good so it was weird um so like and she was really cool as well like uh like I I would just go around to her house and um sort of just like give her like cash like 30 pounds or something for like
0: 30 pounds a lesson
1: yeah it wasn't it wasn't super expensive um and like she taught like some instruments she taught like some um I think she taught like flute or something so every time I would go there like I'd have to wait in like her garden and like I would just hear like flute music yeah. <laughs> and then like I'd have to wait for her to come out, then I go in. And then like she would like play notes on the keys, and then I would I would try and like sing the same notes and stuff, and we'd just go back and forth doing stuff like that. And then I'd like rap some stuff to her, and then she'd give me pointers and notes and stuff. So um, yeah, I never really had the issue of like her saying like oh like I can't sing or anything, because it was like I didn't really go there to learn how to sing so the whole experience was kind of weird (laughs) yeah Yeah, i get you i mean still a lot of
0: great musicians probably do um probably would be really good in other aspects of music i feel like it's the same with sports people like you'll get people who are like like lebron james he'd probably be an amazing football player yeah american listeners do you, do you know what? i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna translate it to the american <laughs> listeners it's called football okay lebron james would probably
1: be a good football player that's all i'm saying <laughs> um, you said that i did actually assume american football <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no nah, we're talking about british football
0: here all right soccer yeah. <laughs> don't, don't say it. i'm gonna have to cut that out now because because <laughs> we don't need these american people Um, (laughs) thinking that they're superior or whatever. Uh, okay, sick. So, I guess moving on from that, then, how have you been keeping yourself cool during this COVID situation? Because this is this whole thing of lockdown, it's like a hokey pokey, you know, in out, in out thing. How have you been keeping yourself cool during all of this? Um,
1: like, um, like the most it's affected me is obviously with the live shows like I, when i put out my first ep it was in april and uh i was gonna have an ep launch party and like, i got a bunch of people to be part of it like rappers and djs and stuff and like i, I was promoting it on all over the internet and stuff and then they uh, it was gonna be a rough trade they canceled it because obviously the lockdown stuff just happened this was the first the first lockdown yeah <laughs> beginning you know um so that sucked that really bummed me out um and then with the second project I was gonna kind of wait until um until like the live shows became a thing again so that I could actually play the songs live and stuff um but it seems like that would be a really long time. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it's looking like that. I I know there's a lot of stuff happening. Like, it's a heavy... It's a heavy thing, but, like, yeah, personally, like, it's, yeah, the biggest thing that sucks for me is not being able to do the live shows and stuff. I feel like, like, now, at the beginning, like, that I'm trying to build, you know, my music and stuff, like, the live shows would have helped a lot. So not being able to do that, I feel like stunts the growth quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I... I guess you could say that, yeah, but uh, do you know, I don't even have anything to add to that. That just sucks. This is a really
1: bad situation, <laughs> this whole COVID thing. <laughs> I, mean, uh, so, like, I have to, like, uh, figure out other ways around it and stuff as well. Like, um, you know, like, maybe maybe I wouldn't be doing this, you know, and this, and this is pretty cool, and, uh, like, the Omegle thing as well like doing that like yeah uh, um tell the listeners a little bit about the
0: omegle thing actually tell them what tell them the context behind that sure
1: like um uh like i was i was gonna do um you know how familiar are you with reddit yeah yeah i know i know (laughs) i've been promoting my stuff on reddit as well (laughs) you know about reddit live
0: Uh, yeah, I think I've heard about it, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you can live stream on Reddit now, and it works similar to the posts, so, like, it's an upvote system kind of thing, but it's based on the viewers as well, so, like, you can go on it, and then it'll show you the person with the most upvotes and most views first. Then you can scroll down and then be the person that has a little less. And then you scroll down and be the person with a little less. You get to the bottom, the person that has the least of votes and the least amount of views. And you can just broadcast like whenever you want, whatever you want. So I uh, did that first, just like talking and like rapping and showing some music and stuff. Like 10, 20 people came and watched. (laughs) That's still really cool though. That's a good number of people, 10, 20 people. It was all right, but considering that like the top one would always have like around four thousand, five thousand. Yeah. you Yeah, know, kind of like the bottom of the pile and like people were downvoting it and stuff. Uh, Why would someone
0: do that? Like what do they how
1: there's a lot of toxic, there's a lot of toxic toxicity in in Reddit. Especially when you're trying to like self promote or like Show sure. something that you tell yourself. To, like I hate self-promotion. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't <laughs> know where the hate comes from
0: for that. Like yeah, exactly. Like think about it though. Think about how angry and upset you have to be with someone to downvote them when yes. they're <laughs> live. Like I, that's what I think about when I see the um, dislikes on YouTube. Right? Yeah. How do you have? To, how are you
1: so <laughs> angry with someone <laughs> right. that you?
0: Dislike,
1: especially, especially when it's not that popular as well. Like if it's something, like if it's something huge that's making millions of dollars, and maybe you don't think it's that good, or maybe there's some political stuff in there that you disagree with. I can get it. I can get it. I can get. It you know, disagreeing with something on that scale because it's influencing a lot of people. But if it's something small, if it's something tiny, just leave it alone. If <laughs> you don't like yeah. it, leave it alone. It's tiny. Even, okay. even then, I've seen YouTube videos that I've absolutely hated and I
0: never want to even think about them again. <laughs> I still won't down like I still won't um thumbs down them, dislike the yeah, one YouTube it because it's like
1: what,
0: what do you gain
1: from that? You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> the oh. The only time I really have like some uh, disdain for any sort of promotion is the uh, YouTube ads, uh, the un- the, especially the unskippable ones. Like, I-, I-, I wouldn't myself go out of my way to find the creator of the ad or like the original video and like dislike it and, sh- and spread hate there, which some people have done. Um, but I can I can get it, I can at least get it then because like maybe you're trying to listen to some music or you're trying to look at a video or something and then that it forces you to watch that instead for five seconds or for fifteen seconds, you know, and like for those fifteen seconds you have to watch that. But with the with the Reddit thing and stuff like that, it's kind of like you can just scroll past it and like like, oh oh like oh I'm not interested in that. Scroll past, you know, it's like a a second that you just have to ignore something doesn't affect you at all
0: yeah i don't know i guess it's like a power thing like they feel like they're more in control if they downvote it i guess i don't know man so. maybe
1: <laughs> my, my me, me me and my friend came up with this term because uh, he makes youtube videos he does like uh league of legend game videos um and uh like he promote some of his stuff on reddit as well so like we have we've had a lot of conversations about this stuff and the same thing happens to him too and we coined this term uh cloud bias <laughs> that <laughs> sounds basically, basically <laughs> it's basically um people will have a bias to think more positively about things that are already more popular than things that are unpopular so if you show someone a song and it's like um oh have you have you have you have you heard this song it's from this pop star they'll be more likely to click it and listen to it then if you say oh have you heard this song it's for my friend yeah <laughs> My friend made this song. You should check it out. They'll be like, "Yeah, maybe." And it's like, <laughs> "Bruno Mars made this song. You should check it out." Like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I honestly,
0: I don't be listening to Bruno Mars, so
1: I'm not gonna click it either, even. Even <laughs> for <laughs> any pop star, any pop star there, yeah, and, and, and it will be a similar, similar result. Well, like with the Reddit thing, you know, like you post something on there that's already popular or or, or from a celebrity or something. People aren't gonna downvote it to shreds unless yeah. they unless they take some issue with the with the celebrity or something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um,
0: yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I haven't I haven't really got anything else to add there. Um, <laughs> Let's move on to the next question then. What's the story behind Scene? The very first track of of your second EP, VHS Tapes 2, I believe that's the the name. Yeah, what's the story about that? I want to talk about, you know, being the weird kid or not like the weird, weird kid. Because you don't seem like the type of person to be the weird kid in school. There's (laughs) there's a a certain type, you know what I'm saying?
1: yeah like uh, I kind of wanted to um, like with the with the first project it was kind of just like some fun songs to listen to but with this one I kind of wanted to add more feeling and a bit more meaning so I, I kind of wanted to open the track the open, open the project with a track that like directly speaks to people that might be feeling or going through the same kind of stuff as me, like, not fitting in and, like, being kind of weird and stuff and maybe, like, trying to find your place and things like that, not being heard Yeah I I just wanted to, like, make make it as clear as possible, like, you know like, if you have these feelings, if this speaks to you, then this project is for you (laughs) I get you, man I get you, yeah
0: Okay, so...
1: Yeah, is that, could, is that, is that, is it just as simple as that? Pretty much, like, yeah, like, it, it, like, I don't, I don't want to leave anything, like, to guessing or anything like that. Like, you listen to the, to the, to the lyrics, and then, like, I, I say, I say in there, you know, like, um, then I just, this for all the niggas who ain't got no place to go, like, the people that don't think they have any, like, they, they don't perfectly fit into, any uh subculture or 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 or, or genre or anything you know it's like you're kind of like a mix of things so like you're kind of like nowhere within culture like you're just a a mix of a a bunch of things like yeah this is this is for you you know (laughs) yeah yeah, i get you yeah um find themselves and stuff that's why like the last track is like nowhere boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anywhere, nowhere <idea. laughs> that, that,
0: that, that's that's really cool, you know. Nowhere <laughs> where, like nowhere. That's that's a really cool uh, concept. There, I really, I, I, I mess with that. Um, moving on. So, what does the ideal peak of your career look like, Zig? What's uh, what's a point in your career where you'll look at it and you'll think to yourself, "This is it. I've made it."
1: Um. honestly like making it for me would be being able to just live comfortably off of music um like I would do all of this stuff just on the side and for free because I love doing it but the society that we live in like you have to make money somehow to survive and the way that I have to make the money I don't like it it's like just You know, working for a company you don't believe in to make someone else rich, and it's like sell your time for that. I would rather sell my time for something I actually love doing. So if I can do that, to me, that would mean I've made it. But then, like, because of the nature of like my music and what I do and stuff, and what I'm kind of trying to say with it, then I think like being able to you know like influence other people and show show more people that especially with UK hip hop show more people that like you don't have to fit into this norm of what rap is or or anything like if you want to do something you know you can just do it no matter like what your position or or where you think you fit into in that in in that frame like you can you can break boundaries and you can just kind of do it you know yeah i get you, it you're okay without like um with like without like huge connections or without label help or anything like i feel like if i can make a career for myself off my back then you know that. Could- That could inspire people, and it would inspire me seeing someone else like that do that. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's like that's probably the biggest flex someone in the musical industry can have, (laughs) being able to say that you've
1: made this career off of your own back. You know, without the help of any labels or anything like that. And I I, I try to be like super transparent with everything as well, because I feel like there's a lot of artists today, like you know, the whole industry plan thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I know. I
1: the the, the issue isn't just that, like the, the artists making it with a record label because that's fine if you're honest about it the issue is when they're not honest about it and they try to make it look like they are just some kid in their bedroom but really you know they've got sony back in them or like virgin media on their side or something yeah. and it's a bit like you know you see that and it's sort of like selling a false dream to people but i feel like if i can do that honestly and other people see that and they can see the progression and they can see the transparency, then that will be a different kind of inspiration where it's like, Oh, okay, like you know, like that they actually like there's no there's no gaps or like missing information, you know, that like, you can see you can see the growth. Yeah. I get you, I get you, I get where you're coming from there. And other people will be able to piggy bank off that and like maybe make something for themselves as well. Yeah, that, that makes oh, it all kind be for me. Like making so, like your your question, like was where where would I where would I, where where would I say is like I've made it. Like just making it for me would be able to be living off of the music. But then like to take it even further, like greatness <laughs> for me would be being able to inspire people on that level. You know.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's difficult nowadays to make a living off of music. Like Spotify, I think Spotify gives you something like less than 0.75 pence per play or something like that 0.007 cents (laughs) it's it's ridiculous like it's not a lot how are you supposed to live off of that without having millions of streams a month you know you have to you'd have to get a second third job even just to just to make ends meet it's true it's true yeah spotify is really um i mean I'm just saying Spotify. There is, of course, Apple Music and Deezer and other things like that. I don't know what their,
1: like, what their things are, but most people use Spotify, though, just because it's... Yeah, most people use Spotify, and it's similar with the others as well. Like, um, and iTunes take 30% off any sales that you make on their store.
0: Yeah, so if you have a song on there for, like, 99 pence, that means, yeah, they're taking about 27 pence off, um, off your of every song you make and you're only really getting 99 minus 27 that's how much you're getting (laughs) um yeah it's it's too late to be doing intense
1: mental maths like this (laughs) but um like well i i heard will i am say in an interview like um the only way that uh music like this isn't even just making money now but this is becoming rich like he said that the only way that uh, musicians artists really become rich is uh through technology because whenever you're whenever you're making music and this probably goes for a lot of other art forms as well but i'm only going to talk about music because that's the only one that i've like looked into um but when you're making music you're not really selling Music, you're selling someone else's technology. So you put your music on Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music or or, or, or some other platform, and then you're telling your audience to go and listen to you on those platforms. It's, you're basically advertising that platform because. That the house always wins and you're yeah. taking them to that house you know you're, you're you're bringing them into Spotify's house where you only get 0.007 and they have a massive corporation that's make, make, making huge huge bang you know um, yeah. but he said that the, the only way that they become and obviously you can make a lot of money doing that like a lot of artists making a lot of money even if their record label and the you know the spotify's and the apples are taking a big chunk they're also it's a big pie yeah. <laughs> even a small slice is a big slice of pie 10 of a million is still a hundred thousand so you yeah, know, it's, yeah exactly so it's, it's still a big slice of pie um but he said the only way to become really rich is by making their own technology So like Dr. Dre with Beats or or Jay-Z with Tidal and other examples as well, but they're the ones I know soldier
0: boy with the games console Making games. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, something, or did he sell a lot of those i don't know he got i know he got sued by nintendo i'm pretty sure he, he's, he's just he's just <laughs> always wilding out soldier boy like he becomes relevant maybe once every five years for something i've i think the last time he was relevant yeah, I think, I think the last time he was relevant was to do with, like, the Breakfast Club or something, you know, with the whole, Drake, Drake, that whole thing. <laughs> I've watched that video, like, at least ten, like, not even ten times, at least a hundred times just I'm to not hear not him. You know. You've never seen it? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? We'll play a clip here. Um, hopefully the Breakfast Club doesn't sue me or get this taken down. <laughs> He Yo, Meek Mill ain't beat for Chris Brown and was finna boxing with Floyd Mayweather. He he was be junk. with Drake! The biggest rapper in the
1: world! <laughs> Drake? Drake? The nigga that got biting by Push T? The nigga that's hiding his kid from the world but his world wanna hide from the kid? <laughs> Arby Graham in the wheelchair. Drake?
0: Yes! Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. invites <laughs> oh, just- right, to the Breakfast Club for this? <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, it's, 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 yeah, I get what you mean where people have to like make a low technolog- te- technology for the, uh, in order to make headway within the music industry. But still, I don't know if that's always necessary in order to actually make some serious headway. Like people within this genre, like, uh, Claro, Jacob O'Gawa, Tempo Rex, um, people like that. I don't know if you've heard of them. I mean, obviously, everyone's heard of Clairo, but yeah. Um, I know Tempo Yeah, I, said, exactly. I, I actually sent him a
1: message. Oh right. Yeah. How, how did that I hope go? he's gonna respond? <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. I remember him saying in an interview that um, he sent his. Like before, when he made the care album, he sent it to a bunch of people on Twitter, and one of the people he sent it to was Tyler, Tyler the Creator, and um, he actually responded.
0: Oh yeah, I was like, huh?
1: Oh, huh, you, you like you? you kind of lucked out there by, by by messaging someone more successful than yourself. I wonder if that karma will...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he'll pay it forward and help me out a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Probably not going to respond, like, now. It doesn't, doesn't always work like that. <laughs> uh, a, lot of, a, lo- a lot of artists I message don't respond. I mean, literally, I've got this whole playlist um, in my little Linktree thing mm-hmm. with all of the artists who I've contacted. Mm-hmm. It's got at least 150-ish artists on there. Mm-hmm. At least so mm. it's man it's it's tough <laughs> it's tough bro but you know we move it's still you know we still move
1: it's 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 little steps baby steps now we're, we're similar in that resilience um one time i i i actually reached out to every single um independent record label in the uk and and cold emailed them every single one
0: yeah like about- hundred emails How did that go, bro? One response. response. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> tough. Honestly, it's tough. It's the hustle is tough. Like, do you use submit hub yourself to get your music out there?
1: I used to, I used to but fuck submit hub, man. Nope. Say, I'm gonna say that on here. Fuck any music <laughs> that I watch. Fuck submit up. It's the most toxic
0: place to submit <laughs> your music, probably on the entire internet. It's more toxic than Reddit. It's more toxic than Instagram comments. People no. will listen to ten seconds of your track and then be like, Nah, I don't want to. Okay. Okay, so, context for the listeners Submit Hub is a website where indie musicians can um, put their music on there and they can submit it to Spotify playlisters or YouTubers or Twitch streamers or whatever to uh, put their music on there and um, have people listen to it and for the music to get a little bit popular um, or some, some traction it's toxic okay it's it's more toxic than a lot of places that you could possibly think of for submitting music (laughs) people will listen to your um pardon definitely don't pay for it (laughs) yeah absolutely don't pay for that because (laughs) people will listen to your music for 10 seconds and then they'll then they'll just press decline maybe just maybe they'll give you one a pointer or something every now and again but usually it's just not my style even though it says their style in the description <laughs> of the
1: and your music pretty much falls into that style it's it's the biggest mistake yeah, ever. All, all all those people on there as well. Like you can reach them by like going on their websites and finding their emails or finding them on Instagram and DMing them. And you're gonna have the same percentage chance of getting ignored. So yeah. <laughs>
0: they're all so uppity, honestly. Like, how do they even get people on their playlists? Do they even accept people? That's what I'd like to know.
1: I think some people maybe like maybe if you. Know someone works there, or like, because I'm, I'm bad mouthing it, but I I did get I I, I no I'm bad mouthing it, but um one blog did post my one of my music videos from there, at, but that's one out of like the hundreds that I sent to you, you know.
0: <laughs> Honestly, all of my emails, right, when I when I was submitting Submit, Hub, all of my emails were just like, decline, 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 for like... <laughs> like, you'd scroll for like a good two minutes, just decline, it's... <laughs> um,
1: like it's that, not I'm Every time I look at my email, i got to look at that. <laughs>
0: it's, it's one of the most like disheartening things as a musician. So much. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, moving on from that then. So, sort of, like, relating to the whole record label thing, if you got a record deal today and had the money to do whatever you wanted musically, whether it's, like, music videos carrying on with the EPs or albums or whatever, what would you do with um, with this this corporation money?
1: I'd uh, read my contract. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and I wouldn't want to... Uh, be signed as an artist I would want a distribution deal so that you know we're just working together for a record and um, like I've got lots of ideas and stuff for music videos that I can't really do with the budget that I have now so it would be really cool to be able to work with a bigger budget for a music video like everything I do now with like plastic guns and fake money and stuff and like using bad cameras is cool and stuff and i would probably still do that because it's not just a result of me not having the money for the real stuff it's also kind of like to contrast the stuff that's popular in the rap industry you know they're always flexing huge amounts of their advance that huge amounts of cash yeah like they've always got like these big guns in the videos and stuff and it's always on some like high-def camera so it looks like some movie shit and then like i go the total opposite of that so i use you know old vhs cameras and i use plastic toy guns and fake monopoly money and stuff. so I, I would still do stuff like that but then like so sort of the ideas that I have in my head I would be able to you know just say like make make that so it would still have the same vibe it would just be uh done on a grander scale like with better locations I think that that's the main the main thing that I struggle with is like budget-wise is is locations and like you you asked what I would do with like the like the labels help and stuff and a lot lot of it would just go into visuals because i'm 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 heavy on that (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i get you i mean visuals pretty much do make a, a music video in some like well, obviously, visuals make a music video. What am I saying? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, there's some music videos that are nothing without the... Sorry, there are some songs that are nothing without the music video. Mm. Like, you get um, I'm Not Racist by join Lucas. I mean, I don't listen to a Lucas myself, mm. but I'm Not Racist by a Lucas. That song's nothing without the music video, you know? Mm. Uh, oh, what else is there? I guess you could... I don't want to say some of the weekend songs because his songs and his like projects—they're a whole experience. So, for instance, Starboy or the Hills, those tracks are experiences in and of themselves. Uh, actually, he released—I think it was Faith—that was the anime one. I'm not too sure if. Okay. Yeah. Um. He released a music video a little while ago. That was an anime music video, and I guess you could somewhat say that that. Kind of relates to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but let's <laughs> go with Joyner Lucas here. The visual, like the visuals, make the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, I guess we could move on with that from that a little bit. What's your favourite musical memory that you've had? Do you have a favourite or um, is it? do you have like a collection of memories that really stand out to you regarding music? What would it be like making music
1: or like the Uh
0: Making music, experiencing it with your friends, um, things like that. Good question.
1: take a moment to think about it it's fine we can (laughs) it's hard because i think there's i think there's a few like the first time uh like my first live show my own was pretty cool um it was like a Do you know dot dot festival yes yeah i've heard about it yeah yeah so it was at that so it was pretty cool because it's like the whole town turns into a big musical event and to be part of that felt pretty cool that is really cool, yeah. The the whole memory and vibe atmosphere. It's hard to put into words what it was like, because it was also exciting being able to perform my songs for the first time. Yeah, how many people were there? Not many. many? <laughs> <laughs> uh but it wasn't like five either. Like it was a it was a decent crowd. Um but it was like in, uh it wasn't like up on a stage. Like <clears throat> it, was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't up on a stage with like the people below. It was kind of a bar, and there's like a seating area, and then like on one end there's like uh, the speakers and stuff and a little little stage setup. And it's not elevated or anything. And then in front there's like people, like some sitting down, some standing up. There was probably like around 30, 40 people there or something.
0: Still, that's pretty good. I mean, have you seen some of? Travis Scott's early concerts, even Lil Baby I'm pretty sure, he like some of their early concerts, they had hardly anyone there like 10 you know, people there and maybe one person was fully vibing out to their stuff Ten pe- 9 others were just like on their phones oh, I, I, need, I need to look at that after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, like honestly, every, everyone starts off somewhere, so it's, you know, I mean you've been live more times than a whole lot of other people out there so, yeah, when you think about it like that, it's, yeah so I guess okay. So coming back to the question, circling back to the question yeah. about the favorite music memory, would you say that that was there? That's um up there.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe even the most. Like it, it it's uh, so far the most that I felt like I'm stepping up slightly in what I'm doing. Obviously, before that, I was in like a a, a rap duo. Before <laughs> and um, I was kind of like, was kind of like, uh, it wasn't really my like. We were doing some covers. and We did like two original songs. It, it wasn't really me. <laughs> it, it, yeah. What it means to say that like it doesn't really mean much. But <laughs> like I was, I was basically just going along with it and just like getting some experience in the music world. You know, it was, like when I first started rapping. Um, but then doing that is like actually taking my art that I've actually put some, a, a lot of myself into and being able to go up in front of the people and perform it to them for the first time. And actually getting, cause I sent like lots of emails and stuff like wanting to do shows and actually getting an email back saying like, hey yeah, uh, you know this guy is dropped out and we desperately need someone i was like yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes i'll do it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i get you yeah that must that must be a really good feeling to have that
1: then <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was good and the whole atmosphere like i said there uh, was cool because like the whole town turns into this big musical event thing so being part of it felt really cool yeah
0: yeah i get you yeah um yeah, it must, be, it must be really cool having other people there to listen to, to your stuff in real life. Because here's the thing. Sometimes, right, I'll post like a snippet of the, of the podcast on TikTok or something yeah. like that to try and promote it. And it will get like 30, 40 views, whatever, not that much. But when you think about it, if 30 or 40 people walked into the room right now... I'd probably be a little bit overwhelmed. I'd be like, whoa, 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 okay. How did you guys get in here? How did you guys get into this place? I'm pretty sure the door's locked. What's, what's going on? <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, I guess, you know, it's it's just a good experience, I guess, doing shows. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, okay, so... Which artist is your biggest inspiration right now? And also, I guess, when you were making um, Tapes 1 and 2. I know that Tyler is a pretty big um, inspiration for you, but yeah, I'm just wondering, is there anyone else who inspires you in your music and, you know, you uh, try to, like, make music similar to them, I guess? Is there anyone like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of Brockhampton as well. Um, yeah. They're probably, like, the three main artists that I listen to. Sorry, who was the last one? Uh, Playboy guy Playboy County, right. Okay. What um, kind Yeah, like, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't really, like, listen to... Uh, like, I know all those artists are super popular, but I don't kind of, kind of like, um, just listen to whatever's super super. Big at the moment, or kind of like listen to an array of different songs from different artists. And I, I kind of like find one person obsessed over them for like I get you, yeah. a few weeks or a month or something, and then that just becomes like that. That's all I'm listening to, you know. Like so, yeah. I kind of just listen to those three artists mainly.
0: I get you. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I had another question I was going to ask. Uh, <laughs>
1: Okay. I I, like, do you listen to Matthew? Uh
0: for me. Okay, so obviously I have the podcast, so I'm always looking for more people to find yeah. um and to interview. But recently I've been really vibing with this guy called James Tillman. He makes oh my days. It's like it's vibey, okay? It's like yeah. um you know, you're chilling with like some it's like a kickback kind of kind of music you know like you're just chilling with like three or four friends it's not some crazy party you're just kicking back you're just chilling you know yeah. chatting i guess and um having some kind of like deep conversation with this kind of like dong 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 like music in the back like bass right. heavy like heavily bass oriented not like 808 space mm-hmm. but like a bass guitar you know Right. just just chill bass guitar uh james tillman there's a couple more you know let me open up my spotify there's a couple more All right. <laughs> <laughs> hang on oh yeah blood orange of course um i love blood orange he's my guy devonte Hines. he's talented that guy's got talent uh i've been listening to a bit of childish gambino nice yeah he's probably the most popular person that i listen to um, oh yeah, of course, Kanye West. Actually, never mind. He's a lot more popular than <laughs> Childish Gambino. Um, this guy called Dijon Duckworth, uh, Fadey, Frank Ocean. Um, it's it's a lot of artists who a lot of people probably wouldn't know about. Everyone knows Frank Ocean though. Um, I don't listen to him a lot actually. I listen to like three songs, and I only really listen to them when it's like 3 a.m. So. <laughs> 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 uh oh my days i'm sorry um okay i'll name a few more and then we can move on because I'm, I'm nerding out right now okay there's herrick and hooli the internet um and let me make the last one a good one uh oh yeah monsoon so those are the
1: yeah those are the artists who i listen to a lot I doubt that you would have heard of a lot of them though. Uh, not, <laughs> not a lot of them, but the the internet had a really cool song on the OF tape, um, the second one. Uh, you know? Do you know it? <laughs>
0: I, I was you know I was listening to that tape just the other day. I'm not good with song names though. But if you if you played it to me, I'd probably recognize it. It's just got a really cool
1: outro section, and like there's a synth that plays that has some really cool feels. Yeah,
0: Right. I love a good synth. The synth in Redbone by Childish Gambino. That's that's a different kind of thing right there. Like <laughs> on the little outro, that thing right there. That's powerful, you know. <laughs> especially when you're not being distracted by like walking or something like that and you're just like listening to it i mean i have the album right here on vinyl and it's like, i love it <laughs> um last question before we go into the the last segment what's next for you zig what's um what are you aiming to do next is it merch is it an album is it like what? what's next um volume 3 volume 3 okay <laughs> all right cool that's a that's a really cool pattern though going from volume 1 to volume 2 to volume 3 cuz with Joji as well for example Joji had ballads 1 and I was thinking oh no way he's going to make another another version of ballads 1 except it's going to be ballads 2 that's going to be sick man more more stuff to 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 make everybody and their girlfriend cry, you know, it's, and then he just released um nitrous or no nectar. He released nectar and it was it was okay, but <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh yeah, I I wanted ballads too, but it's whatever. So yeah, you're just gonna keep on with like the VHS tapes One, two, three, yeah, four.
1: yeah. It's like if you like listen to point one, like. I, 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 it sounds kind of different to going to like i tried like a bunch of uh different things and uh i think yeah like i'm like with the third one i'm just gonna keep evolving that and like trying new things and kind of uh, like experimenting with my style a bit and like the more like I, the more i like i said this in a post on instagram but like the more that my influences change and the more different kinds of music I listen to, then the more the music I make changes and evolves as well. So I'm just going to like keep, you know, evolving it and trying new things and then like the next one is gonna sound completely different. So it's like yeah. they they all have the same name, but it's gonna end up being these these free tapes that sound completely different. Yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I I get that because um, okay, I was gonna use the saturation trilogy for example, but they sound pretty similar to be honest. Like you can kind of you can kind of hear how their sounds developed from like um just simple bass and like a drum set mm-hmm. to something a whole lot more complex such as yeah, yeah exactly such as some of the tracks in saturation 3 there's a there's a difference between saturation one and three I feel like yeah, yeah. um okay cool I guess we can move into our next segment then which is... Would you rather questions? So, uh, so, let's just get right into
1: it. Pardon? <laughs> but I can sleep <laughs> over now.
0: Yeah. Um, let's just get right into it then. So first, would you rather spend a year at the war or a year in prison? A
1: year at where? War? War, yeah. At war or a year in prison? Yeah. Hmm. How, how big? How big is the war? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Ah, oh, do you know what i don't
1: even know what was like a civil war uh let,
0: let's say it's civil war okay
1: and it's now because yeah
0: like it's right now you have to make the decision
1: <laughs> <today>. <laughs> i can't leave and just like fuck off the
0: i mean hey you know prison doesn't sound that bad maybe you can just sleep for a year or something <laughs> i don't know
1: man i'm cute Prison could be pretty bad for me I get you man I get you
0: Honestly That could be I like
1: colours Prison is not (laughs) good for me
0: That's the thing Like I mean Hey You could get some inspiration For some songs You know After the day in the showers You know You might have a whole lot of inspiration For a song Your voice might be higher as well You might be able to (laughs) You might be able to Hear those high
1: notes You know what I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take the war Because Uh because uh you know so much stuff might get destroyed that it could take us to some level ground somewhere you know (laughs) like like some, some some rich people might fall down to a level where some of us at the bottom might be able to climb up don't want to get too much into some political shit. But. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get you, man. I Honestly, I'd have to go to prison for a year. There's no way I'm fighting in a war for a country that I don't see. Do, do I have to fight, though? Or is it just, like, the places in the war? Like, yeah, you have to, you have to fight in the war. Oh,
1: damn. I thought it just meant, like, there is a war. No, nah, like, there, you have to fight in the war. <laughs> I, have I have to actually fight in the war. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take the prison. <laughs> exactly. that's, I was a little bit confused.
0: Like this guy's really gonna spend a year fighting people. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd probably take prison time, but that's tough as well. Like, like I, I really like walking. I really like being able to go out and just listen to music and especially if it's like a new album I, I go out, I listen to a new album front to back and I take a walk around town. That's one of my favourite things to do and it's so simple and that, like, that will be taken away from me. I'll probably go insane. <laughs> I'll probably go insane. I, I, might, I you might as well kill me at that point if I can't and then I can't even like I, I can't listen to music and stuff then as well. Fuck. I don't, I don't that. <laughs> Like, um...
0: I mean, phones have been smuggled into prisons before, so <laughs> maybe, maybe you might be able to get away with it, but I don't know. Yeah,
1: and out on the walk and stuff as well, and that, like that's one of like the basic freedoms. Like freedoms are really complicated topic, but like there's a basic, there's a very basic freedom in just being able to go out and walk, walk yeah. anywhere in your vicinity, and that being taken away from me but then that's almost taken away from you in the war as well because then you can't really just stride out
0: <laughs> Go yeah on. exactly without like being hit by a shell, by, <laughs> a, by a, a bullet or something like that you know it's it's tough yeah uh okay so next would you rather would you rather have one million dollars without anyone knowing or five million dollars but it's public record so, everyone knows. You'd rather have the five million.
1: I couldn't do that. There's <laughs> no. like a fraction of the one million, I can get some good scary. That's true,
0: but <laughs> with the five million, you're gonna end up having a whole lot of aunties and uncles and cousins, friends, <laughs> French, weird. people who you haven't spoken to in like 10 years, people from high school who would look at you and then look, at, look disgusted people hitting you up after like people you've never even met before hitting you up like hey uh, how's it it going bro Yeah, I'll take the million and honestly the money makes people do some stupid things the stress of having 5 million dollars or 5 million (laughs) pounds and
1: um, everyone knowing (laughs) there's a lot of people who win the lottery and then end up way poorer than they were before they won the lottery because they just get themselves into a, a, a crap load of debt. Like they buy a bunch of things, that they, they steal that money and they think, oh, I can buy all these things. But then they don't realize that they can't really afford all of those things. So like they buy like yeah. a huge house that they can't keep up with, and they or they buy a, a really nice car that you know they can't because they just got this big lump sum of money they don't have. Cash flow. They don't have money coming in every month or every year. They just got lucky and got a lot of money. Yeah, and they spent like they're making that money every year, so they're in debt. But I wouldn't do that though. I wouldn't do that. I would make investments. With yeah, the, exactly. One of the investments would be security. <laughs> absolutely, <man>. absolutely. <laughs> you know, a thing that I'll, I'll get security, and then I would like, yeah, i invest a lot of the money, and maybe even like the people that. um are hitting me up for money and stuff i'll be like I, I can't can't just give you money but i can give you a job
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, that's true actually
1: see if yeah, they carry can... on um if they carry on pestering you after that <laughs> the, the way things are now like when i'm trying to make my music videos and stuff like I, I mostly just have to ask like friends and stuff to help me but you know i can just i if they, they start hitting me up for money i'll be like hey you know you can <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> now, I'm gonna need your help with this project <laughs> yeah 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 I get you man I get you that that makes a whole lot of sense to be honest um, oh what was I gonna say okay I forgot what I was gonna say let's move on to the next would you rather uh okay I thought about, I thought about the money thing a lot yeah um, honestly okay. yo, I actually remember what I was going was not, to say. Would you do? I thought
1: about that question a lot <laughs> I think about that a lot as well
0: um because the thing is the type of people who actually play the lottery it's a certain type of person you know they're usually like in their 50s 60s usually usually like okay I'll be real I don't care if I get cancelled usually on like an estate or something and it's like going from benefits and all of that every month or a week child tax to um, child tax credits to 5 million in the bank all
1: at once yeah I think yeah the mentality has to make a shift with the financial situation and if it doesn't you're out of balance and you're gonna fuck up (laughs) something's gonna fuck up uh okay
0: so next would you rather would you rather always have to wear your shirts every type of shirt inside out or (laughs) always have to wear your trousers and shorts backwards (laughs) Either way it's tough. <laughs> either way, this genie who's come to me with this is ruining my life. So <laughs> um
1: I think the shirt inside out with evil either way, I feel like uh I can make it work. I I, I could just be like, yo, this is this is the new thing, this is the swag, this is the zig swag. <laughs> yeah, this is the,
0: that's that's
1: zig the kid, that's his thing, you know. I'll sell merch that's like purposely designed to be worn inside out. out. <laughs> Everyone's doing this. Everyone's you yeah. think <laughs> I think I would go for the shirt inside out because I think that would be less uh uncomfortable than the I felt like there's more practicality issues if the trousers are backwards. <laughs> to be honest, right? I've never tried putting on my trousers backwards, I don't know. But there's to been many times where I put my shirt inside out and sometimes I don't notice. Sometimes I yeah. see people in the street and it's like, oh shit, shirt's inside out. <laughs> and he doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get you. I mean, to be
0: honest, I've had a couple of times where I've worn shorts and they were backwards. Like, I haven't even noticed. So, I feel like it would probably be... Is there not a... Pardon? Does it not feel different? Is there not like a... Uh, When they're those loose fabric shorts, you know, it's like, it's not that bad. And you don't even notice. Yeah, if it's like jeans or something. If it's jeans, then I could probably... That's probably up with it. I probably just not wear jeans, and I probably just wear like you know joggers everywhere or something. Because yeah, yeah. But then you got like the little dangly things. Like, I, I just, I just tuck <laughs> it in. I just tuck <laughs> it in. <man. laughs> wear some long shirts. <laughs> and then, and the little dangly things now tickling your ass. <laughs> I, you know what, bro? Maybe I'm into that. Okay, don't kid <laughs> me. Maybe I'm into that. You <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh man. <laughs> um, okay, next one Would you rather meet your true love For a short period So like a couple of years And then never see them again Or have a stable marriage But never find true love <laughs> <This
1: is tough. laughs> So the state So the st- I have a stable marriage But it's not true love It's, it's more like an yeah. unhappy marriage
0: <laughs> It's like
1: it's like you guys are just tolerating
0: each other, basically. <laughs> it's like an arranged marriage. Let's say it's like an arranged yeah. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <Brother Creed. laughs> yeah, or true love for. So you find your true love for a short period of time, like a couple of years. Mm. and then never see them again it's like um uh, it's like them ones when you go on holiday or not even when you go on holiday when you're at the airport and you see the pengest of things and then you just never see them again it's basically like
1: that <laughs> uh, yeah i think i would rather that really yeah because it, it's bad to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all right <laughs> yeah, <that makes> sense. <laughs> but but more, but above that, like I won't be trapped in an unhappy situation.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'd would have to go with that as well. I think
1: I definitely want to. I definitely want to only be stuck in an arranged marriage. That's going back to the prison question all over again, isn't it? Yeah, honestly. To be honest, at this
0: rate, it's looking like I might just have to get an arranged marriage at this rate. (laughs) A young man like me is struggling. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Six. So, moving on to the next one. Would you uh, like similar question to before, but a little bit different? Would you rather have a rich older lover or a poor younger lover? Um, so like, when i say when i say how old, how <laughs> old when i say older like you're let's like, say let's say 35 to 40 years old and let's say when i say younger you're like 30 years old and they're like 18 but no one questions it though. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not weird or anything. <laughs> yeah, there's no Twitter people in your case because they're 18 and they all mind their own business in this perfect society.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, like, the, 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 like the choice doesn't have anything to do with like personality or or looks or anything, and. So then I would have to go with the rich one, just because. But it's let's say a bit more. Let's, like, how old are you now?
0: Is it, uh, how old are you now? I'm twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. Yeah. So let's say right, you're twenty five right now, and this person's like forty five-ish years old. Yeah. You'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, same to be honest, because back when <laughs> I was working, at, back when I was working at a shop, back in Cardiff, okay. I used to see some, like, some top-notch older women walking in, and I'd be like, man, my parents wouldn't be happy if I brought a lady like that home to meet them, but... (laughs) But it might be worth the risk, okay? (laughs) Willing to risk it all for some of that Elastigirl, because, like, seriously... (laughs) I'm telling you, that thang is thangin'. Like... No, but um, yeah, I think I'd have to choose the rich older level. I think, to be honest.
1: I mean, like if you, if 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 you if you if you were to say like a rich older bitch or a poor younger nice person, that might comp that might complicate things a little more. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to go with the poor younger nice person. I think because I mean, at the
0: point at, at the point where I'm thirty years old, I'm hoping that I'll be making money. So at least then I'll be then again, eighteen year olds, like having to deal with a younger person can be annoying sometimes, I feel like <laughs> like they're you're at different stages in life and they're not as mature as you, emotionally mature, you know? Mm. It's tough. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, um yeah i probably end up going with the poor, younger, nice person and I feel like if if that was the case. Yeah, I plan, I've got plans to make my own money, so Yeah, (laughs) yeah, man, exactly. And I mean, you'd rather be poor with someone who's nice than rich with someone who's just the worst. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean, look at Melania. Melania Trump. She always looks miserable when she's (laughs) when she's with Donald. She always looks like she she obviously just married him for the money. But whenever (laughs) they're out together, they just look miserable. And I don't think I could deal with that. She's clearly gonna divorce him within the next few years, and knowing Donald, I mean, actually, no, he's a very business-minded person, so he probably did get a prenup. So they're probably, she's probably gonna get some money, but not like a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's she's probably gonna divorce him soon. I feel like that guy is like, <laughs> Donald's just been a wilding for the past four years for real he just been doing stuff and he he just got banned from like everything
1: yeah he got banned from Twitter
0: he got banned from everything he got banned from Google Reddit Twitter um, Instagram he got banned from Shopify and Spotify somehow I don't know how you even get banned from Spotify but it happened so dude's just wilding out. <laughs> but, yeah, um, okay. I have one final question for you, Zig the Kid, before uh, I let you go on, our, on your way. You are heard by everyone on Earth right now for 10 seconds. What do you say? Let's say that microphone that you're holding right now, um, the cardboard microphone, it's connected to, you know, the whole world, and everyone can hear what you're saying through it through, for 10 seconds. What do you say? Stream VHS volume (laughs) 2. Is that that all? You've still got like seven seconds left.
1: Stream VHS volume 2. Please. (laughs) That'd be cool. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I'm speaking to the whole world right now. Yeah. If half of you do that... That'd be cool <laughs> i
0: i checked it yesterday it's about 7.8 billion people in the world so imagine three point three point something three point three point nine billion three point nine billion people That'd be listening insane. to That'd be insane. that would be insane that's money for I mean, it's Spotify, so that's money for like a month. But <laughs> that's, that's my weekly shopping. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Would um, that? Would that? Uh, would that even be like number one on Spotify? Like, what is the most listened to? It's got a couple of billion. I think it's. Squad, let me check. Actually, I checked this the other day. I
0: can't, I can't remember who it was. But...
1: Uh, Yeah, it is. My be Ariana
0: Grande. I don't even want to. I don't even want to say the name, man. This is that's hey, disgusting. I, I <laughs> it's Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. That's the most.
1: Oh yeah. <gasps>
0: on spotify
1: yeah
0: yeah 2.6 billion streams wow that's ridiculous um hang on wait no surely it can't be shape of you surely yeah we are almost talking like half half
1: of the world it is
0: it is shape of you it's 2.6 billion but yeah you'd get you'd have the most played thing on spotify
1: That would be insane. At that that point, point, really, like you have way more than ten seconds to say. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You got a good month or something before you become irrelevant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And even then, people—you'd still have people listening to your stuff because there's something for everyone out there. So you know, it's yeah, your monthly listeners would at least still be in the millions. Um, or the hundreds of millions probably even afterwards so yeah um, but yeah I think I think that brings us to the end of this episode, that's a good note to end off on, um, thank you for appearing on this
1: episode Zig okay. do you have
0: anything you'd like to say to the listeners before we end
1: off here Stream VHS Volume 2 Stream VHS Volume 2 Stream VHS Volume 2 <laughs> Yeah man, it's, it's a good tape So listeners,
0: you should all listen as well This is a tape that I really vibe with I really mess with this tape um, Volume 1, um, sorry, tape 1 Is just as good as well So yeah you Listeners, you should all stream VHS Volume 2 And also VHS Volume 1 After streaming VHS Volume 2 Yeah uh, Yeah, so In that case Listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Stay shay amazing, and I will see you all next time. And that concludes this fortnight's installment of the Shane Anagin's Podcast Artist Edition with Ishanasu Sumazura. I am, of course, Shana Sumazura. Feel free to subscribe to this channel and click the bell next to it. Or if you're an audio listener, simply subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. If you have anyone you'd like to see on the podcast, or if you're an artist who would like to make an appearance, feel free to drop me a message on any of my socials. See you all next time.